starts at 6 o'clock, which is right now. Yeah, you're listening to Mutiny Radio. Dot FM in dot SF, and it is time for the happy hour mutiny radio comedy open mic slash outdoor show at seven o'clock. It's gonna be so fun! Yay! Alyssa Westerlin's on the show. I'm so excited. You can always donate to Mutiny Radio at Mutiny Radio in under Venmo or our GoFundMe. Just look it up and uh, give me some money. Come out, stay socially distanced. We've got chairs six feet apart, people can stand across the street. Everybody's being safe. We've got mic condoms, we've got gloves we've got all the stuff to keep you feeling safe let's enjoy some music until we get a quorum of comedians i like to have at least four comics in the room before we start just so that they have an audience even if it's themselves so um thanks to detox and mauricio for being here also jen garcia who knows who else will be here it's always an exciting day at mutiny radio
All right. I was going to try to get Derek to the destroyer to do a set here. He hates soup. He hates soup. Okay, here we go. Everybody, your first set of the night. Happy on. This is Derek the Destroyer. Chowder, motherfuckers! I fucking hate soup. Fuck vegetable bath water. You suck a dick, clam chowder, corn chowder, any type of chowder. Suck a dick. <laughs> People ask me why I hate soup. It's because it's wet, bitch. That shit don't fill you up, you stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I hate fucking drivers. If you stop at a yellow light, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> I wish I had some jokes. God damn it. I hate running off my own fucking stuff here, man. Uh, everybody's already heard I look like Stephen Hawkins. If I was mentally challenged instead of physically challenged. Pa -pa. But I think I look like Bill Gates if he fucks Stephen Hawkins. Right, guys? That's what I'm thinking. All the looks and none of the money, you fucking bastard. You look like goddamn fucking John Denver if you're thinking about sucking dicks instead of goddamn country music songs. Whoa, Steven, you son of a bitch. Ah. Uh, Man, you know what, Stephen Hawkins? I'm not gay. I'm not straight. I'm not even bisexual. I'm by myself because I give out conspiracy theories and I'm by myself. That's how it works. Because I like jerking off because, you know, porno is a lot cheaper than going on a date. You ever go on a date and then not get laid and then you spend all this money on food that the chick throws up in your lap on the way home? That shit sucks. But I date not the best. Let's see. I always wanted an instrument, because I'm a stupid young kid, I always wanted an instrument to fucking uh, write what I was saying. Now that we have that in phones and shit, I know that AI is phony. Because every time I try to send a voice text, it just sends, I want to suck your dick. What the fuck kind of shit's that, dude? I fucking hate that shit. I don't know. People say that we're in a matrix the Matrix, this is some kind of Matrix. Somebody's playing us in a PlayStation game upstairs. Some aliens. I love aliens. They're cool. I'd always want to fuck an alien. Would somebody want to fuck an alien? I'd fuck them in that little hole. You know, that little hole right there? I like Whoever, whatever fucking I'm an avatar for, whatever shitty-ass aliens playing this game is fucking losing. Because I'm going to tell you what, I'm losing out here in these streets, son. Losing. Ah, uh, hello. Let's see. What else do we have that's on my fucking, on my radar? Uh, lit, oh, man. My mom, she's a good woman. Don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, my mom, such a badass, dude. When she, she used to carry a knife and a gun in her purse. And then uh, if somebody gave her some shit, she'd fucking shoot that fool and then place a knife in the dead dude's hand. Oh, actually, stab herself first, blah, blah. Fuck. You know what? It's funny when you don't remember your own shit about your mother. That's fucking hilarious. But anyway, my mom was so badass, I had to ask my mom. I'm like, I was my first time ever going into jail. I'm like, fuck it. Mom, what should I do? My mom tells me, Derek, you stupid motherfucker. You go up to the craziest looking, biggest, detox looking motherfucker, and you suck his dick, son. You suck his dick because you're going to be a bitch in prison, all right? You're going to be getting raped. You're going to have to have protection, so... 
You're going to have to go up and suck the biggest dude's dick. How do you think mom got ahead at her job? <laughs> oh, man. It's always funny to do a set in front of in front of yourself. It's always difficult. I know you're listening, and I know other people are listening, but it's, it's fucking hilarious, man. One of my older bits was hookers. I'll, you know, um, and I turned the hookers into fucking robots. Like, because I, I thought, like, you know, every when I was a little kid, I really thought, like, fucking uh, Terminator, that shit was going to be real. There was going to be, like, robots that are going to come here, and they're going to send nukes and blow shit up, and the robots are going to fuck us up and fuck us and kill us and shit. But that's not what's going to happen. We're actually going to win the robot war because we're going to actually make sex robots, and we're going to fuck robots to death. It's going to be terrible. You know who loses it all? Hookers. Hookers lose it all. They fucking hate robots. They're not going to get paid anymore because all their good paid jobs are going to go to fucking robots. So that was like my first robot bit. And I was like, that's not too funny. Robots are going to fuck us to death. I don't know if that's that funny. So I kind of changed it up and I thought to myself, I should do crowd work with this bullshit. Um, what kind of robot would you like to fuck? Do you like to fuck a robot that has a big mic cock, which is a good a good thing. I want to fuck an ATM because if I make an ATM come, I get money. That is the best, right? I love that. Uh, that's, the, that's the robot I want to fuck. I want to fuck an ATM. But then, you know what? I was actually thinking, why not a giraffe? A giraffe robot would be great because it has a long neck. It gives deep throat very well. I always like that. And then a uh, kangaroo robot because it has a pouch for my weed. I had somebody else tell me they wanted to fuck a tire driver, pile driver robot. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's some bullshit right there. Uh, but then the real, the real, the robot I really want to fuck, guys, is I really want to fuck a Roomba because it's the closest I'll get to fucking my maid. Right? That's da da da. Hello, top of the morning to you, Robert. How are you doing, sir? I love you, brother. Good to see you. Whoa, what kind of drugs would you like to take out there? Would you like to take some drugs, matey? Do you have any drugs out there? We got pancake. Don't call him waffles. He'll get pissed off at that shit. Hey, give yourself a waffle, boys, and I'll give you something. Hey, you want? Uh, I'll. Sh you know what? I'm gonna do a Cheech and Chong fucking joke. You want me? You want to see me turn this microphone into a fruit? <laughs> that's not my joke. That's just funny ass shit. Fuck, I love Cheech and Chong, man. These young kids don't even know what Cheech and Chong is anymore. These motherfuckers. You're like fucking. What's the what's the dude that wasn't there? Dave. Dave's not here. Yeah, go ahead and say that to somebody. Oh, I'm out of here. All right. You know what? What was you guys' goal for 2016? I like that one. Anybody else? Because I'm not gonna say 2020. This 2019 was last year. Mine was to suck dick. But according to this set, it was to suck titties. You guys have a great night. Thank you. Derek the Destroyer. Taking the bullet. He hates soup. We know it. It's true. Um, so, hey, when you guys are inside, everybody, you know, take your own safety precautions. There's um, on, the on the stage, there are gloves. And there's also some hand sanitizer and um, if you don't have your own mic condom or your own mic, you can take one of the gloves and stick it over the top or wear a mask. There's a lot of things you can do to keep yourself safe. I'm not going to, like, be a policeman because I'm behind this glass, but you guys know.
what makes you feel comfortable and safe. So do that. Uh, okay, cool. All right, your next comedian. Uh, I didn't really make a list. We don't really know what's going on. Mauricio, you want to go? He just had a great, uh, he was going to have a great set, but things got all out of control, but it still was a really great show. There were tons of people at Washington Square Park. It was a great show, man. I need to start charging 20 bucks for the fights, Ask you know? Amen. Yeah. Put your hands together for Mauricio. My name is Mauricio. <laughs> oh. What's up, posers? Go fuck yourselves. Let me start my set, you know? Uh, I like doing this. Uh, I always like doing this. I have one ritual before I start my set. I have one ritual, Pam. Did you know this? O'Reilly's. You're all being brainwashed. You're all being brainwashed. All right, I'm working on some new material. Let me go deep with you. Can I go deep with you? This is for Rob. The rest of you can burn in hell, man. It's like, let's say it, Holly. This is my time. All right, here we go. All right, so I've been analyzing this, man. I'm a hardcore Buddhist. I really am. I, I go to a temple here in the Mission District. Very intense training. The only thing that sucks is I love lesbian sex so fucking much, man. So I'm addicted to lesbian sex, right? The one thing that sucks is, like, the only thing that I hate that is you can't find spirituality in America. You know this, right? You cannot find it because women are wearing yoga pants at the, at the temples. It's like I saw this one girl bend over in front of me. I was like, damn, man, I can't find enlightenment this way. So I had to run to the bathroom and jack off so I can go back to enlightenment. And the thing that sucks is they had a poster of Buddha, so I jacked off to Buddha. That's fucking crazy, right? It's like I'm still all man. I'm still straight because his nipples are the softest in the prophet game. That was more for you, man. All right, I'm trying to read the crowd, you know? You don't laugh like you used to, man. You're out of my team, man. There we go. I'm joking, man. Uh, another joke that I've been working on is uh, I think Pixar is racist. Let me analyze this. As I ruined my last relationship, I went through a breakup before COVID. And what happened is that uh, I dissed the notebook too much. I've been analyzing movies too much. I dissed the notebook. The notebook isn't romantic. Ladies out there in the internet radio, the Notebook is not romantic. The whole movie is about old white people dying at the end. The only people that can find it romantic are Trump supporters that don't have to pay for the Medicare with their taxes. You know what I mean? That's the reality. And then my ex-girlfriend was like, get the fuck out of my house. I was like, all right. Gonna go jack off to Sally Field. Derek, just go home, man. You had enough. Uh, I hate Derek. Anyways. <laughs> uh, one thing I like to talk about is like I'm analyzing movies really deep. I realize that Americans will never be hard workers. I used to have three jobs, man. I'm, I am Mexican from Mexico, so we outwork all of you. Immigrants just outwork Americans. The biggest problem that I think that Americans will never be hard workers is because you guys worship the wrong heroes in movies. Straight up. My hero was Don Cheadle in Hotel Rwanda. That's why I'm the best at restaurant industry. They were like, we're going to murder you and your family. He's like, right this way to your room, sir. That's how to defuse the situation. That is a hard worker. Uh, minorities out there that love Fast and the Furious, go fuck yourselves. You are letting us down. If you love Fast and the Furious franchise out there and you have kids, they are not going to college. Let's just say it what it is. I think that Fast and the Furious is worse than crack to the minority community. The whole fucking movie, they're all racing and shit. There's one thing where they were trying to, like, jack this man with a semi-truck. They had a bunch of weapons to jack this man on a semi-truck. And the semi-truck driver, all he had was a shotgun. He almost killed Vin Diesel. He killed his best friend. And he kept driving to make his quota. Where's his fucking Fast and the Furious movie, goddammit? Fuck Vin Diesel, man. Worship the right heroes in movies. And I'm going to say this, man. I'm kind of happy that Robin Williams is dead, man. 
I love Sally Field so much that he was wrong in Miss Doubtfire, motherfucker. At some point, you got to grow up and take care of your kids. I love women more than I love him. That's it. Yeah, you know how I know I'm better than Robin Williams? I'm still alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Depression is only for white people. Mexicans, we get stabbed. That's how we deal with it. Uh, I like doing this. Uh, I have no fantasy in my brain anymore, my friend. So can you imagine me in the movie Hook with this brain? I'd be like, look, man, this is this is fun. I like that we're playing with our imagination and shit. But Rufio's fucking dead, okay? Because he told us that we were going to win this war against these pirates with our imaginations. But they have guns. All right, too soon. Is this thing on? That was funny last week. I don't know what's wrong with you. In Oakland, they're like, whoop, whoop, whoop. And San Francisco's like, oh. And Oakland's like, yeah, good. I'm glad another white man died. Fuck yeah. Because I'm half indigenous, so I don't give a fuck about you guys. I wished about, I wish for COVID on my birthday. My birthday is March 29th. I wish for half of white people to die in America. I'm indigenous. I want my land back. I really do. Uh, I'm indigenous like uh, halvesies. The one thing I can't stand in stand-up comedy is that you're not allowed to talk about rape. That's a big deal. You don't talk about rape. But I have to be grateful for rape every single day of my life. On one side of me, the half of me, they got raped the right way. The Aztecs got raped by the Spanish. They could speak Spanish, so we all can move forward with that group. On my father's side, who's pure indigenous, they didn't get raped. He, His people, my people, don't know English or Spanish. They are fucked to the fucking world. You know how's the only way they're going to make money? By holding a baby really sad for National Geographic. That's it. So thanks to rape, I'm a little bit taller. A little bit lighter skin. And I just got this cardigan at Club Monaco. Fuck yeah, man. Thank you, rape. Thank you, rape, every fucking day. All right, one more minute. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys all on this one. I used to get abortions all the time. And the one thing I regret about getting abortions is that my kid would have been in his 20s right now. And that could have fucked all his friends. My name's Ernest Evangelista. Thank you. Mauricio, go uh, go on Facebook and uh, become a part of the group at DAL. Few drinks and a laugh, and all the up-to-date comedy news is always posted, and all the outdoor shows and all the good stuff. Uh, since bacon is kind of we have a new bacon, but the old bacon is dead. But the new bacon that's actually spelled like bacon, Sierra Frost, is up and running. I'm super excited. Who's that? Who wants to go next? Holly Shaw. All right. Your next comedian, like, she, her youth belies her age. Uh, when you told me your age today, I was like, motherfucker, I can't Don't believe tell. No, I'm not going to say a goddamn word. But I will say that her kid is almost old enough for me to have sex with. Put your hands together for Holly Shaw. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ah. Don't touch my kid, Pam. I'm coming for you, bitch. He's not legal yet. He's got six more months of shit. Oh, this isn't supposed to be clean, right? Because, you know, I didn't get into comedy to be a fucking lady. Uh, yeah, COVID, dude. We're like, you're not supposed to touch. Don't touch anyone. Don't get close. All we want to do is touch each other. Have you noticed? We're like a bunch of horny preschoolers. It's like, um, can you, um, can you come over to my house? I, I like a math. Can you, 
stick your tongue in my mouth? I just feel like men are thirsty. I'm feeling it. Like, they're thirsty. And I have to admit, um, I have not been behaving myself very well. Uh, I've been doing some fucking. Yeah, I've been doing some fucking. And I'm sorry for the language, but, you know, there's nothing else you can call it when it's that bad. It's just, there are things that you just don't want to have to say when you're having sex. Like, is that it? Or, uh, yeah, I would like that if I had no feelings. Or my personal favorite, my personal nightmare is, oh my God, I, um, I have a son your age. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. But you know, as a woman, like in her prime, like I'm in my sexual prime, you guys. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, I get mine. Like, it's fucking, I'm a master. Like, I have sex like Dave Chappelle tells jokes. Like, I know the punchline, and I can always get there. I'm just saying. I know where we're going, and I know I can get there. It's good. I have a lot of good sex these days. Um, just on my own and on other people. Uh, great. Yeah, my friend was teasing me about how horny I am. She was like, we were driving through downtown Oakland, and she saw, we, we passed this guy, and he was getting out of his car with no pants on, getting out of a car with no windows, and she goes, ha, 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 Holly, that's your next boyfriend. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't date guys with cars. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, do you guys like to drink? Do you guys like to drink? Uh, clearly, we're a bunch of alcoholics. Uh, I love drinking, but I don't like that feeling the next day. Do you know what I mean? Like that guilty feeling? Like you feel like you must have done something wrong, but you don't know what it was? You know? Like you feel like you must have like done something like, I don't know, like dipped your genitals in mustard and like smeared them on somebody's white couch. Yeah, just like, I don't know how this plays with no visual, but it's like, and you probably, <laughs> but for those listening on the radio, the vast audience of the Mutiny radio station are listening, and I'm squatting, and I'm dipping my genitals, and you know, you probably enjoyed it at the time. You were like, <laughs> right? No? Never done that? I never did, except that one time. I just, uh, but it's that feeling of shame, right? It's that feeling of feeling ashamed the next day. You know what else I'm ashamed of is the crack between my stove and the, and the wall in the kitchen <laughs> where little pieces of food go to die. Yeah, I feel like I treat that, the food that goes there, kind of like how Americans treat brown children at the border. We just try to pretend that they don't exist. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's horrible. I do care. <laughs> I do care about brown children, though, but I don't care about the food there. Like, I flipped whole pancakes into the whole into that <laughs> crack. I never look there. It's gross. It's disgusting. I don't, I don't ever look there. You guys, give it up for Pam Benjamin, like, running this again and again. 
amazing woman. Uh, she's my boss lady now. I, I respect and love her. My name is Holly Shaw. Thank you. Holly Shaw. How cute is your son, though? Can I see a picture? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not really. Kind of. Kind of not really. Sort of. Kidding, not kidding. Or I don't know what they say now. Those crazy, <laughs> those crazy things the kids say. Uh, all right, Rob, you next. Put your hands together. He's on the clean show later, which I'm really excited about because I've never seen him be clean. But right now he's going to be dirty as fuck. It's Rob Edwards. Yay! Got no brakes. If OnlyFans uh, had came out during the Old Testament, would it be called Only Disciples? You know, to see a video, you'd have to, like, sacrifice a goat or some shit. The blood of the lamb. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know what I don't understand? I don't understand why some girls wear those really long nails. You know what I'm talking about? Those really, really long nails. Talons, whatever. You know, I, I just don't get why they wear it. Like, I've never been like, damn, baby. You know I love it when you go out and kill rodents and small animals with your bare hands. I love that. Sexy to me. You know, they go out on the hunt. They use those, uh, those really long eyelashes to take flight. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you can hear them. When if you listen around noon, you can hear them hunt. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> like, damn, that's my baby. Yeah. You know, she does the hunting, I do, I do the cooking, you know, feminism, right? That's, that's how that works. Thursday's rabbit stew, but yeah. Uh, what else? I got anything else? Some new shit. Uh, I have a hard time supporting the, because uh, there are like a lot of people against like animal cruelty. But the thing is, I watch Animal Planet, and uh, animals are crueler to animals than we are. You know what I'm saying? I watched uh, some lions rip the balls off of a wildebeest in front of his children. Like, it was... Like he's screaming for help, like, Arr! like, and he's just eating him alive, pulling out his guts and shit. You know, I've, I've watched an eagle throw a goat off a mountain. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, at least it's dead when I do whatever I do to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You know, that one did good. I'm gonna have to do a clean set later. I, f I don't know. It's gonna be weird, man. I feel like it's gonna be like having diarrhea, but then you can't fart in public or some shit like that. Like, it's like. You know, you got so much to let out, but it's just you're holding it in just for the sake of the people, you know? It's mm. But, yeah. Uh, during this uh, whole uh, pandemic shit, been a lot of porn watched, and yeah, good amount. Uh, so much that, you know, I had to do, you have to research porn. You have to find new porn to watch, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and on uh, Instagram, Pornhub has like the little, like they like highlight certain like st porn stars or whatever. And then you look them up like, oh, I didn't know her or whatever. That's cool. Uh, you know, and then I looked up this one chick um, uh, who I, she was pretty in the face. A lot of makeup, pretty in the face. And, uh, you know, I was like, why haven't I heard of this woman before? And I found out when I looked at her page that I'd never heard of her before because she has a penis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, you know, which if you're a lady with a dick, I'm not live your life, live long and prosper. I don't want to see you naked. When you see a dick when you're not expecting one, it is a horrifying experience. It is not, you don't want to see, you know what I mean? Just because I'm a dude doesn't make me any different. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was terrifying, bro. I, like, out loud, I went, ah, and I dropped, I was like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck did I just see? Scarred in my memory. Uh, 
all my new shit. Uh, I feel like all of my friends are having kids now, which is, you know, great for them, I guess. They act like they like it. I don't know. Uh, they, they have to say that, you know, like, oh, Rob, it's great. You love it. And I'm like, mm, I don't believe that. No, no, you, you, you have to say that or you'd be a monster. Uh, you know, one of my friends had a kid in such a way that it, it just it baffled me. You know, I was like, how did you let that happen? That's crazy to me. Listen to this love story. Right. Uh, boy meets girl. Uh, girl really likes boy. Uh, boy exhibits drug seeking behavior. Uh, girl sells drugs. Uh, boy, sa uh, boy tries to buy drugs. Girl says, you can buy these drugs or you can fuck me for these drugs. And they had a baby from that. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy to me. How do you impregnate your drug dealer? I've never heard of anybody doing that shit ever. You know, and he's, he's raising his kid, that kid with his other 14 kids, and he's doing his thing. He's really doing the dad thing, which is crazy because, I mean, he's a better man than me. I, I don't know if I could love uh, the free drugs baby. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm capable of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I'd, I'd be hanging out with the baby and he'd look up at me and, dad, dad. And I'd look a while off into the distance and think, I should have bought that cocaine. I should have <laughs> just, I should have just bit the bullet. Like, I fucking, I did all of this to save some money and now I'm paying child support for 18 years. This shit has gone horribly wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I don't know, man. He's better than me. But, uh, uh, I'll end it there. All right. Thank you. Rob Edwards! Oh my God, I hope that you do that cra that drug joke at the, at the clean show. Just don't say the word shit and it's beautiful. It's a hilarious clean joke. I mean, it's hilarious. It's so good. It's so funny. I love that joke. I, think I, haven't, I don't think I've heard you tell that story before and I love, love, love. The, the I don't think I could love the drug baby. That's fucking gold. Uh, all right. Your next comedian. Do you want to go up, Brady? Well, then we'll let you. I won't even honk you. You just do your thing. You guys, he used to be one of our neighbors. He's been inspired. He's gotten bitten by the comedy bug. This is the first set he's ever done. Clap your hands wildly in a slappy-like motion. It's Brady. Oh, my God. It's the first time I've had a condom in my mouth in months. Thank you, COVID. Thank you so much for that. Hi, everybody. My name is Brady Pearson. Brady, as you may know, it used to be, it's for right now, it's kind of like, a, it's a name like Cher, like Brady, like I, like I don't need anything else. But I grew up in the 70s, and that was really charming, because you know what else was on in the 70s when I was growing up? Brady Bunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that was really fucking awesome, right? Because you know how sweet kids are, right? And I have hair of gold like their fucking mother. I mean, they, they came for me. Day after day, they came for me. They were like, hey, Brady, what happened on Brady Bunch today, Brady? What happened? They would chase me. And I'm like fucking eight, right? And I'm like eight. So I turn around one day and I say to them, I was like, so, do you really want to know what happened on the Brady Bunch today? And I said, oh, yeah, tell us, Brady. Tell us, tell us now. And I said, okay. So I told them how Alice really likes her meat. Mm-hmm. The adventures of Greg and Mike in the attic. And what really happened with Cindy, Kitty, Carriel, and Tiger in the doghouse. Okay. That, children, is how you gain an audience from bullies. All right. So are there any straight men here tonight? Are there any straight guys here? Okay, can I ask you a question? 
what is it with all the faggotry hatred? I need to ask this question, like about the dick. We talked about that earlier, right? How it's uh, the unapproachable dick scares people. Well, you know, gay men, straight men are like, I ain't got nothing in common with him. I don't know. That kind of freaks me out. You know, dick. No, no. Dude, we all have one thing in common. We all like to stick it in something. Right? You're thinking, you're like, right straight, right straight guys are like, oh my God, there it is. <laughs> I got to get in it. I got to get in it. No matter what it is, what day it is, I got to get in it. Right? You're like, oh my God. And it's like this, it's like this freaking little magnet muscle in your head. You're like, oh, what can I put it in? So, and, and here's one thing, ladies, that you have to understand is like most men, well that means like most guys want to stick it in something. We have all of that in common. So whenever you think you have nothing to say at parties, like, dude, we know. <laughs> I got you. We understand that one moment, right? We're all like, oh, makes us stupid. Yes, it does, right? We're all like, oh, my God. And like, so like you said before, like, did I wake up? Did I wipe my dick on something? Right? Did, did my dick make a mess? You know that too, right? Straight guys, like your, your dick has probably made a mess last night. Probably. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. My name is Brady Pearson. And if you didn't like my set, my name is Pancake. Thank you guys Brady so much. Brady Pearson, that was great. Clap, you guys. That was the first time he's ever done comedy. That was amazing. Yay, Brady, yay. Yay, that was super well done. The Brady Bunch. I The Brady Bunch gave me the wrong idea of romance. One time in San Francisco when I first moved here, there was a guy who lived on Folsom and 19th, and I liked him, and I knew where his window was, and I threw little pebbles at his window at, at like, 1 in the morning because I wanted to, you know, have sex with him. And uh, it didn't work, like it worked. But you know, remember, remember when they threw pebbles at the window? Bobby Brady does something happens. Anyway, anyway, it didn't work, but your set certainly did. Everybody, one more time for Brady Pearson. Yay! Yeah, Rod, do you want to go up next, or does um, Detox want to go? You want to do it? Sweet. So if you want a mic condom, uh, you just grab a grab a uh, uh, what are they called? A glove out of the bag. Everybody, Sierra Frost! Cool. Um, I drove across the country recently, and because, um, and <laughs> I was in Cleveland, and I was driving, and I came across the store, and the store had a sign, and the sign said two words: pet people and I was like no I'm in Ohio but I don't think that's legal anywhere you can't you can't have pet people um, and then I realized as everyone in this room already has I was like oh I'm such an idiot like it's not it's not a noun it's not pet people it's a verb it's 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 pet people people and then I thought you should not do that do not pet people sorry that's so stupid uh, the only people who call me are people that I really don't want to talk to on the phone uh, it's like it's like my mom's needy neighbor from second grade like what who's calling why are you calling me the only people who call me I don't want to talk to and then I realized as I was thinking about that I was like there are a few people that I call who and they never, no one ever picks up the phone when I call them, and um, so yeah, it's not really a 
that's just like how I'm doing, you know. Um, I just got divorced after seven years. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did my whatever. Um, so things are really different now, obviously for me because I'm fucking old. But um, but they're also different out in the. Sorry, am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Okay. Yep, cool. Yeah. Inside cursing, no problem. Yeah. Um, but things are also just like different in the world. Like there are all these like. I don't know. The rules of dating are so slight. When I was young, you just go to a bar and then that's it. That's all you have to do. It's very different now. There are like rules and apps and like hooking. And I just, I'm wondering if someone can tell me if there's an app where a snowboarder comes to my apartment and assembles my Ikea furniture and fucking leaves. That's like sort of the, like, I'm like, I'm ready for love, you know? Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Just get right back in there. Um, do it. Do, is no one here and I can just take a little bit longer? Because I have a really, really, really stupid long joke. Can I just tell it? Okay. So so I, I like haven't really ironed this out at all, but this is a true story that happened to me recently. And when it happened, it made that day the worst day of my life. And I just got divorced, and it's not related to that. Wow. Okay. Um, so when I was 19 years old, I had one amazing night with this kid, his name is Dylan, and, and I sort of, he like grew up in the town where my mom lived, and so I sort of had known him since I was a kid, and we like came together magically at a party, and he came home with me, and we had the most loving, beautiful, gorgeous, 19-year-old fucking sex of ever, and he was so, he was just so incredible, like he was so beautiful and gentle, and I remember he said to me, like at the time, he was, he was like, I was like, your stomach is just like incredible. Like it's just so beautiful. I was just like, like he didn't break the tension with like humor. He was just like so innocent and pure. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you? Um, so, so anyway, the next day he moved to New York to go to college, and I was devastated, super heartbroken, but also had many intimacy issues then and now. Um, and so I didn't make a big deal about it. But I've always just kind of been in love with him. This was a very long time ago. Okay. Um, and then I got married and I moved to Portland and I had a kid and I moved back and I got divorced and that all happened. And then uh, one day I took my son off to go visit my mom in this small town where she still lives. Um, and, and, and it was weird, like a week before I had, had this dream about this guy, like I hadn't thought about him in a while, but I was like, oh, I have this dream about Dylan, whatever. And I look like shit because I always fucking do. And we get out of the car, and we're, like, a little early to meet my mom, so we're, like, at a playground, and we, like, get out. Not a playground, sorry, a park. We're not, whatever, Republican. Um, so we get out of the car, we're at the park, and I open the door, and he's sitting there with a German Shepherd puppy basking, like, like on a fucking lily pad. Like, he's just, like, oh, like, just, like, having this, like, very, like, dreamy, like, Northern California guy moment. Um, and... I want to tell you guys that I handled it really well, that it was great, that I was cool about it, um, but that is not what happened. I handled it very badly, and so now I'm going to tell. This is this is the this is what happened. So the first thing that happened is I started convulsing, physically shaking. Like I don't know if anyone remembers being like in sixth grade and physically fucking shaking in front of your. Totally, I'm just like, oh, oh my god. Okay, cool. Hi, but but remember, I have a three and a half year old to get out of the car. So I'm there with my son and my fucking Adidas, and I'm shaking, and he's sitting there, and I make sort of this look with him. I like give him a little bit of eye contact, and I'm and I give him this look of like, oh hey, it's you, 
And he looks back at me with a look that says, I've never seen you in my life. Okay, just, I'm gonna take a quick break from the story to let you guys know that I'm aware that I don't look like I'm 19. I look much more like a very sad 30 year old. Um, but I don't look like someone who has never been 19. Like, like you, you could imagine that I have at one point been 19. So, so, um, so okay, so he got it, doesn't recognize me. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, so <laughs> I get my son and we're like walking toward him and he's just right there, like we have to walk past him. And I say, you're Dylan. And he responds, yeah, in a way that tells me that he still definitely just has no idea who I am even when I talk to him. And then my son starts doing what he does when he sees someone new and shoots spiderweb at him. He's just all that's because that's how he whatever greets people. And he goes, I'm Peter Parker. And I'm like, haha, yeah, this is my son, Peter Parker. And he responds and says, oh, hi, Peter Parker, in a way that makes me know that he doesn't know who Peter Parker is. <laughs> so fine, okay, moving on. I'm convulsing, and, and this is like right after COVID hit, and he was just like, so, like, how have you been? And I'm like, so good, I'm so good. And he was like, really? And I'm like, I mean, except for COVID, and just like, I, I'm just like, fucking words are falling out of my mouth, and I'm trembling, and my three-year-old, it's like a nightmare. And then the best thing fucking ever happens I said, I'm sorry, I'm rambling and I'm a little nervous. I had a dream about you recently. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Okay, okay, so I saw someone, a previous lover, who didn't know who I was and I said I had a dream about them. Um, anyway, if... if yeah, dude, come on. He looks, yeah, e even hotter, because he just gets hotter. Like, my tits are down on my fucking knees. He's just getting hot. He's like, he's like slightly gray. Fuck me sideways. Anyway, um, if anyone would like to come uh, kill me now, that I'm, uh, yeah, I'll be outside afterwards. Okay, thanks. Sierra Bros, that was a great set. I feel like I know you so much better. I would have done the same thing. I would have been crying. Like, my heart, it would, uh, huh, huh. I, um, I, I had a crush on a boy in high school, and I was in love with him for so long, and nothing ever happened in high school. But I moved to San Francisco after I left my husband, and I reconnected with him. And he came out to have sex with me, and he's an ER doctor now. And I thought, I was like, this is awesome. And he wasn't really, he was actually pity fucking me, and I didn't realize until after. And I was like, dude, and I had to send him a message. I'm like, that was not a pity fuck. Uh, that was a, like, and he was like, well, I thought you really needed it. And I was like, oh, ouch. So it was like, yeah, I know. I was like, dude, you're lucky to have sex with me. I know. Boys are gross and stupid. They don't know anything to say. Uh, Pancake, you next? Your next comedian. Put your hands together for the Syrup King. It's Pancake. <laughs> Hot mic, hot mic. Hey, um, I'm Pancake, and uh, the listeners at home probably know me, and uh, they know how this is going to go. It's either going to be excruciatingly great or ex uh, awesomely terrible. 
hi, I'm... I, I get so peeved at this guy who demands everyone's attention but cuts everyone off unless you've had, like, multiple near-death experiences together. Or you just have uh, a lot of drinks together, crazy drunk nights that no one should be proud of, but yet that is the standard for how close your friendship is. Have you seen these people who share socks with their significant others? Sorry, that's from last night. But seriously, who's had it with these Diane Heavy Bojack episodes? Am I right? Okay. What's the difference between a rat and your ex-girlfriend? I've never fucked your girlfriend. But I messed this guy up who was going to squeal and flip over on our boss, Don Polio. This rat, this dirty rat, is going to... So I was, uh, 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 as you can probably hear <laughs> and see on my jacket, I am a Lyft driver. And I was at a stoplight... And then I, and then the, gr the the light turned green, and then I accelerated, and then I saw this woman changing in a window. And I look, and I take a double take, and then I, s I s but in the double take, I saw something in the road, and then I look back to the woman changing in the window, and boom, I hit a dog. No. In the middle of the night, uh, no witnesses. But I get out to look. And it was a rat. It was an abnormally large rat holding a vial of smallpox. <laughs> so I s I'm pretty good. I'm, I think I'm great. I'm, I'm a protagonist in somebody's story. That's true. I find that the, uh, well, I'm actually um, in the middle of a COVID playoffs grow off kind of situation where I'm, I'm not cutting any hair on my body until COVID is resolved. And so I look like a, a wilderness person, not a homeless person, a wilderness person. And I didn't write any of this down. I'm coming up with it and it's great because, well, I'm still doing the, the, the COVID playoffs, but the longer my hair gets, the more it seems like I want to hurt people, right? I don't look um, ready for a day in the office, which is the gold standard for being ready for being a human during the day. Just during the day, uh, drunk whippets. That's not a joke. Um... You know what I, um, I'm not going to change. For all the freedoms we have here in America and all the liberties stripped of you over there in China, I'm not allowed to own and mutilate and then prepare in a meal 
any kind of animal like I've seen done on the Instagram stories in my explore. TikTok is now banned. I hope you have TikTok. You, uh, everyone install TikTok tonight because at 12.01, it all changes. Oh, and WhatsApp, not gonna be available. If I could leave you with one thing, it's this. At the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, in the warm California sun. Oh, God, you guys are the worst. No, 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 no. Why do people do that? Like, mm, I, I'm going to repeat the melody that you just did. It's not just you, Will. But it's I've seen this done hundreds of times when I do that. So I'm going to keep pressing it, and my true fans will love it. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Pam. Pancake, the syrup king. Uh, you guys should know I'm actually picking up a stage name. I'm actually going to be Toll House the Cookie Witch. I'd like to be known from here on out as Toll House the Cookie Witch. Uh, Jacob, I'm going to give you a, a spot on the show outside tonight, too, so no worries. But Will Brown, you want to do a set right now? Oh, my God. Um, he took the cute, well, Henry took the cutest picture of us looking like 10 years younger than both of us are. Oh, my God. I have no idea how old you are because your face and bod blow Ageless. Your age. We're ageless. You're, ageless. I'm a witch. You're a warlock. Everybody put your hands together. Woo. It's Will Brown. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Glad that the smokepocalypse has cleared out of the Bay Area. Be gone with you. I don't know about you all, but like I was trying to think of ways that we could all work together to get rid of some of the smoke that was in the air. I was like, okay, I smoked for a long time, still vape, <laughs> like that's any better, but it doesn't stink as bad. And um, I was like, you know, there's that nicotine gum. I chewed that for a long time. That's somewhat helpful. And I thought maybe we could just like, if everybody got gum and like blue bubbles, it would trap some of the part particulate matter. And then we could just chew like smoky, you know, barbecue flavored gum, you know, I mean, and then I was like, maybe y you could like coat yourself in like honey and then like run around and trap more particles that way. We could clean the air that way. We could become like human filters for the air. What else? Yeah, I mean, you know, lots of gentlemen use lotion for various things, and they're just dirty people for doing it. And then that could trap more particles. So, you know, I'm just brainstorming. But so, you know, we got to start brainstorming now, because those fires are, you know, it's not getting any better. Not getting any better. Not like being gay. Being gay is getting better. Everybody's becoming queer, gender fluid. I love it. I like it because I like ambiguity, you know? I mean, why be rigid? I mean, you know, being rigid can also be good and sometimes in some ways. That can be special and good. But, you know, those drag queens particularly, like they've never been more popular. There's RuPaul Drag Race, RuPaul All-Stars, RuPaul Canada, RuPaul RuPaul, she's taking over. She makes her money too. 
And I mean, I wish I could, I, I feel like I'm too much of a mountaineer. I'm too, I'm too masculine. I mean, I'm super mask until I open my mouth and then a purse falls out. And it's like, dude, like, did a tampon roll out of that purse that just fell out your mouth? But that's just the way it is. <laughs> that's just how it is. Thank you, Pam. But I've been, you know, like, uh, watching the RuPaul. And, like, I love all the phrases that they come up with, which they basically steal from, you know, the ballroom culture. But anyway, uh, they – Yas, queen. Everybody says that. Everybody says, hi. Everybody says, sell that garment, darling. Like, all of these one lines that come out of RuPaul. And then it filters into, like, the general gay population and then out to, like, the – Fruit flies, the fag hags. Ooh, is that a bad word to say, fag hag? It's like double bad. Okay, fruit fly. We'll stick with fruit fly. Or uh, gay ally. Um, so that's the th like PC terms always sound so lame. They p just like watered down. But anyhow, um, I think that's about all I have to say until 7 o'clock in the outdoor comedy show. In five minutes, it's gonna be popping, pop, 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 popping, like my peas popping the mic. Hey Thank you. Clap your hands together. He's perfect. It's Will Brown. Yay! Thank you. Yay. Will Brown. Yay! All right. Um, is there anyone else who wants to do anything before I close it down to get everything set up for the outside show? It looks like that's it. I'm glad you got to set everything in there. I love your Muni hat. I love, love, love it. I love Muni. Anytime anyone says anything negative about Muni, I'm like, go fuck yourself. I love Muni. I've loved everything. I moved to San Francisco because of the public transportation. Like, that's why I moved here. It was either here or um, New York because I can't drive anymore because of my DUI 13 years ago after my divorce. Uh, but which is all is not funny. Uh, this is a different story. But so I moved here because there was great public transportation and like, fuck New York, I can't handle the snow. Oh my God, I could not wear these cute shoes and walk around in the snow. Christ, dear Lord. Um, thank you guys all for being here at the open mic. We're gonna take it outside. Please be socially distanced. Wear it, but do just, do everybody do what makes you feel safe, right? All right, here we are at Mutiny Radio. We're gonna be back with the outdoor show. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and we've got a great lineup tonight. You guys are gonna love it. All right.
peaches. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. Peaches come from a can. They were put there by a man in a factory downtown. If I had my little way, I'd eat peaches every day. Sun soaking bulges in the shade. Moving to the country. Check, 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 check. Oh, we're good. Hey! Okay. Let's start in a couple minutes. See all our comedians. Hi, Steven Steiner. It's nice to meet you. Some people I only know from the internet. That's exciting. Cool. We'll get started in a couple minutes. New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down. New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down. Like a rat in a cage, pulling minimum wage. New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down. You're safer and you're wasting my time. Our records all show you were filthy but fine. But they shuttered your stores when you opened the doors to the cops who were bored once they've run out of crime. Don't change a thing Your mild billionaire mayor 
is now convinced he's a king and so the boring collect I mean all disrespect in the neighborhood bars I'd once dreamt I would drink New York I love you but you're freaking me out There's a ton of the twist, but we're fresh out of shout. Like a death in the hall that you hear through your wall. New York, I love you, but you're freaking me out. New York, I love you, but you're bringing me down. I love you, but you're bringing me down Like a death of the heart Jesus, where do I start? But you're still the one pool where I'd happily drown
Hooray, it's time for comedy, yay! Look at all this distance and social responsibility. Definitely whatever you feel comfortable with is what I feel comfortable with. But we have chairs, they're all six feet apart. You can stand, you can be wherever you wanna be. And, uh, oh, yay, everybody's made it. It's so exciting, yay, jokes and stuff, hooray! Yeah, uh, today was a really interesting day for me. Uh, I had to take my child this morning to the ER vet, the veterinarian. I have a cat baby. <laughs> I love my cat. Does anybody else have cat babies? Anybody have negated the children for the, for the, for the furry, fuzzy friends that they have? With that they're, they're yes, I'm getting nods. I'm getting hand raises. Yeah, well, cats are the best. So I'm, uh, my cat is fine, everybody, don't worry. My little kitty boy that I love so much, he's fine. But he was in, I have a little kitty backpack for him and he was sitting on my kitty backpack and we were on the bus. I never ride the bus because I'm so scared of COVID and I usually walk, but I mean, it's my cat, right? I'm trying to keep him safe. So we're on the bus and he's got my little cat pack on and there was a guy at the back of the bus and um, then he threatened my life. <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna kill you. And I was like, talking to me why would he say that on the bus and then he said no you you young dumb ugly bitch and I was like he can't be talking to me was he talking to me he's like yeah you with a cat in a backpack and I was like oh my god you called me young <laughs> like I think you just cat called me bro like I feel so good about myself you called me Thank you. I know they're so kind on the streets. They're so kind. I don't even know if it's cat calling or complimenting at this point. I'm very confused if it's calling or complimenting. I live in the Tenderloin. Yeah, that's a, it's a beautiful place. I love the TL, I love it. And I get cat complimented all the time. I was walking down the street and a gentleman said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment and I'm taking it. Thank you. Thank you, kind sir. Oh, I, oh wow. Uh, another gentleman I was walking by and he looked at me and he said, hey, you look like you know something. <sighs> I've always wanted to be seen as smart. <laughs> like, dude, you see me, you see me. I try not to wear skirts in the Tenderloin because I get, you know, attention. And I was walking down the street today and another nice gentleman said to me, hey, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh, that's cat calling. Also like, why do you want to smell that dude's juju? Like, come on, <laughs> right? Oh. It's on you, bro, that's gross. <laughs> Actually, it's on me, it's all over me. <laughs> See how that was still a clean joke? Yeah, I am learning. This outdoor comedy show has taught me so much. This is the 22nd one we've done and we've been clean. And it, thank you, I know. And I have learned so much learning how to be a clean comic. <laughs> There's so many things you can still say. Um, here's the thing, you guys. The masks, right? Like, I was like a San Francisco six, and now I'm a COVID ten. <laughs> you know? 
when a guy yells at me, show me that pretty mouth, it means a whole different thing. Because <laughs> it's, you can't see anyone's mouth anymore. I learned that no one will give you crap for not wearing a mask if you're eating or smoking. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker, which is so much more healthy, San Francisco. Yay, I'm so healthy. I do smoke. I smoke a lot. I smoke everything. I love to smoke. Where are my pot smokers at? Yeah, my people. I used to worry about where I blew my smoke, but now your child is wearing a mask. <laughs> so I don't care. I can blow my smoke wherever I want to. Your child is so safe. You know you're old when you have to use your reading glasses to pack your bong. <laughs> That's <laughs> I can see. I forgot how pretty weed was, you know? Like, it's so pretty. It's got all those, like, trichomes and bicombs and you know, the ah, little crystals. It's so good. But then I looked a little closer, and I saw my fingernails, and I was like, whoa! I bite my fingernails. They look disgusting. I bite my fingernails in the time of COVID. I don't know what's worse, like the way my fingernails look or how dangerous I am. I stick my fingers in my mouth all the time. Farm effect. I'm not sick. I don't know. Here's the thing that makes me crazy about whatever's happening with COVID. I live in the TL, and there's like all these questionably housed people. And you'd think that they're the most vulnerable, but they're all still alive. So is like heroin really great to help you not get COVID? Like, can you, is heroin the key? Because someone told, they said, oh, if you smoke, that's, it helps you not have COVID. I don't know. I'm believing all the rumors now. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll do one like, that's, I think that's me ringing, actually. <laughs> which is weird, because I'm like, who is calling me right now? How would, it must be someone who doesn't know me, because like, why, you, you don't know that at seven o'clock I'm doing this show at Mutiny Radio? Like, you didn't, you didn't get it on all of my social media? Like, are you not paying attention at all to me? Like, how are you not paying attention to me that you're calling? I bet it's my dad. I bet it is, I bet it is. No, it's not. Dang it. It was my dad's birthday yesterday, and I didn't call him because I was so busy, and I called him today, and I was like, I am the worst daughter in the world. And he was like, hey, it's cool. I'm golfing right now. I don't have time for you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, just like the old days, dad. <laughs> no, it's okay. My dad loves me. That's why it's so confusing that I'm a stand-up comedian. Like, my parents are actually really kind people. It's just that they're Christians, and we just don't get along anymore. I'll leave you with this one thing. I used to be a cheerleader for God. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. Raw, raw, raw. Yeah, that's my, that's my God, baby. Yeah, we can see the sun again. Yay, clap it up for the smoke not being around anymore. We can breathe. It's good. Oh, they're every, it's, the whole world's falling apart. It's okay. But we're here, and we're going to have fun, and there's going to be comedy, and it's going to be amazing. And I thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. This is Mutiny Radio. Um, I can bring out more chairs if people want them, or if you're fine standing, that's okay, too. Thank you for bringing your dinners. We've got, like, a little tip jar up here. We have a Venmo. It's Mutiny Radio, all one word. That's exciting. Um, hey, let's get it started. Your first comedian. This is, he's such a new comedian, and he's amazing. And he joined our cult because he used to live down the street. And he wrote a great joke, and he's here to open up the show. 
and this is his first time in front of a non-open mic crowd. This is his first real audience, and so clap your hands in a slappy-like motion. It's Brady Pearson! Oh my God, what a great introduction. Hi, everybody. My name is Brady Pearson. Brady is the one thing you want to focus on, of course, at the moment, because you know, like, growing, I mean, like, I just turned 50. I know I look amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, at the same time, that also means that I grew up in the fucking, uh, in the 70s. You know in those 70s when there was another show going on called the Brady Bunch? Do you remember that? And so, you know, you can imagine how kind children are when you're on the stage, you know, when you're on the playground and you're running around. And my hair is full of gold like their mother. Right? And so, you know, so they would chase me around the parking lot, or around the playground. They'd be like, hey, Brady, tell me what happened today on the Brady Bunch, Brady. Tell me what happened on the Brady Bunch. For months this went on. And then one day I turned around, I'm like eight. And I said, okay, so do you really want to know what happened on the Brady Bunch today? Do you really need to? Yes, tell us, tell us now. Okay. Awesome. So then I told them how Alice really liked her meat. What what the adventures that Mike and Greg had up in that attic with Johnny Bravo. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. And then finally, you know, like, what happened in that doghouse with Kitty Carryall, Tiger, and Cindy? Girl, that is how you build an audience. These children did not know what to do. They're like, oh, my God. And unfortunately, that was the last time I asked. But, you know, I'm going to segue into something different because I have a little bit more time. Are there any straight guys in the audience tonight? All right, guys. Um, so you know there are a lot of haters. Like I don't know, like gay, gay straight men. Are like I can't believe they're they're gay men are not like me. And like gay men, we have nothing in common. We have one big thing in common. And I think you all know what that is. That well, I mean, big, big, big to me. I don't know about you, but big to me. And you're like, gentlemen, don't we all want to put it in something? Tell me a straight guy here that, or any guy here that doesn't want to put it in something. Okay, just tell me, like, oh, my God, it's like this magnet. Oh, my God. Woo. 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 We, don't, we all wonder, like, oh, did, did, we, did, did we make a mistake with it? Did we put it in the wrong place? When we wake up, do we know what it brought us home? Did it bring us home something good? But then I'm not sure. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. My name is Brady Pearson. Oh, and if you didn't like my set, my name is Pancake. Brady Pearson, that was his first set in front of an actual audience. Yay! Yay, and that's how that works. Clean show. You only had one F swear, and I know it's just so accidental. It's just so hard not to do it. Your next comedian. I'm so excited. He actually works clean, like 100%. He was like, hey, you doing a clean show? I always work clean. I was like, wow, really? It's impressive. It really is. It's so hard not to talk like a normal person. <laughs> Everybody put your hands together for Steven Steiner. All right. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, Pam, you were talking earlier about your cat calling. I think he was just trying to call your cat. Uh, 
And uh, Brady was talking about the Brady Bunch, and this is my first time doing a live show yeah. since March. Six months of doing the Brady Bunch sets, if you know what I mean. Those Zoom shows all the time. It's like, cool. There's more than nine boxes sometimes, but it's really nice to see that people... <laughs> it's nice to see that people still have legs. That's cool. Anybody else feel like we're out on a day pass? Because the smoke is finally cleared, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, this is great. I'm talking into a hand. Now I feel like I have three hands. This is fun. Um, as Pam said, my name is Steven, and that's with a V, which blows my mind that it has to be spelled that way. Because apparently PH also makes a V sound. I don't go to the pharmacy. I don't take photos either. Like, what the heck? How come one time... Steven could be spelled with a PH. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, it's crazy, though. It's crazy. Although, with this whole COVID thing and all this change happening, I got some change. Uh, I moved in with a woman recently. My mom. Some of you got that punchline before I even got there. Oh, man. It's cool. It's cool. We'll make this interactive. Yeah. Because I'm just glad that I don't have to lonely prep anymore. Some of you probably call it meal prep. But when you're a 30-year-old guy living by himself, let's be real. One pound of ground beef gave me Taco Tuesday and Taco Wednesday and Taco Thursday. I still have leftovers for dinner today. Yeah, he's excited about it. Discovery Channel was like, Taco Week. Uh, <laughs> You're tired about that joke. You want some leftovers? <laughs> uh, it's cool, though. It's good. It's good. Uh, I also learned that it's really important to make sure that you say my name fully with the N. Because if you don't, my mom will get you. His name is not a Steve. It's a Steven. It's like, whoa, mom, at least they're close. I mean, they're not calling me Dick. It's a clean joke, short for Robert. Yeah, I gotcha. They're not calling me Bill, short for William. It's like, what are we doing? At least they're close. But with that accent, though, you're probably like, what's his heritage? Yeah, six foot three with blonde hair and blue eyes. I'm 50% Italian and 50% starving. I mean, I look more like one of those used car salesman things. <laughs> Gotta get it for effect. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's the struggles. That's the struggles. Uh, and more good news, though, I had to wear slacks yesterday. Laundry day. <laughs> Am I right? Two days in a row of wearing outside-worthy pants that doesn't look like I'm going to the gym. Oh, man, moving on up. That's what life is like right now. Am I wrong? Who wears jeans regularly? Come on, let's be real. A few of you do? <laughs> yeah, pants is a thing. I know that was the other thing, too, is I generally perform these Zoom shows in what I just call my quarantine mullet. It's where it's a collared shirt up top, and then it doesn't matter what's off camera. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, I'm wearing pants, though, at least. Jeez, you don't know if you have to, like, go get the door or something. That'll be weird. Uh... We'll keep this going, though, on a few other new things that's worth sharing. 
Uh, dating has been quite of a struggle. Who else is struggling on the dating world? Nobody? A couple people? Good. I'm not that alone. Uh, I've learned the skills that help me get a job don't play too well in the dating world. I mean, when your Tinder profile is just your previous dating experiences, doesn't play like a resume does. I'll tell you that. Uh, and they tell you to dress for the role you want, not the role you have. But when I show up to a first rate dress like a... Wow, that did not make sense. Uh, when I show up to a first date dressed like a dad, it just doesn't work. Doesn't work. Take it from me. I'm sharing knowledge. Knowledge bombs. You're welcome. Here we go. Uh, but I do have a few dad jokes that tend to go over well. Depends on the audience, though. Do you guys want some dad jokes? Yeah. yeah. Commas. They give me pause. Oh, yeah. They don't make me stop like a period does. Oh. Kind of a dad joke, kind of a dad joke, kind of a clean joke too, but it works. <laughs> uh, it's just me being punctual. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we're liking the corniness. I got more. A joke becomes a dad joke when it becomes a parent. Oh. Yeah. But I'm not a parent, so I should probably stop with the dad jokes because that's just a faux pas. Oh. <laughs> Boom! Corny bombs all over. That's how we get away with clean comedy all the time. <laughs> I entertain myself. You're welcome. This is fun. How are we doing on time, Pam? I can keep going. <laughs> One minute? Sweet. I hear that a lot. <laughs> uh, I'll end it on this. I'll end it on this one. This is a new one, so we'll see if that's a good way to end the show. Um, related to the dating world right now, I feel like I'm just kind of feeling like I'm in a live sporting event because they're just also covered in cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Except for instead of pumping crowd noise, I'm just able to pump whatever sounds I want to hear. Makes me feel like I'm gratified somehow. That's how I get satisfaction. And you're welcome. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for supporting this. Thank you, Pam. Steven Steiner, everyone. Hooray. With a V. He ended uh, talking about sport. And I don't know if you guys know that the most important of unimportant things is back. That's world premiere soccer. Yes. And what did world premiere soccer bring us? The best new job. And that is the crowd DJ. At all of these sporting events right now, they have a DJ that makes crowd sounds. I'm gonna apply for this job. What a DJ job. You just like have applause sounds and you're like loud stuff. And then you get to play their little dumb songs. You'll never walk alone, blah, 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 Liverpool. You know what I love about watching soccer? Finally, I get to watch hot 23 year old men actually make their goals. <laughs> They're literally making goals. Like that's what they do. <laughs> We're not used to it here in America because they all live with their moms and they don't have to accomplish any goals <laughs> because their mommy will take care of them forever. Yay! America, making snowflakes one at a time. You're all so special and you all deserve a trophy. Okay, that was a little meaner than it needed to be. <laughs> Maybe it's jealousy, I don't know. I wish my mom still loved me. Uh, you're, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. She's Christian. She has so much love in her heart for everyone except me. It's fine. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm a Satanist. No, I w I'm not a Satanist. If I was a Satanist, I'd be much more successful. Your next comedian 
what a funny guy he is. I haven't seen him since the beginning of COVID. It's going to be a great set. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody. Pete Ballmer, yay! Keep it going for Pam, everybody. You guys, I love you too, Mauricio. You guys like that chuckle that Pam gave when she was like, he's going to have a great set. <laughs> Speaking of hot 23-year-old guys achieving their goals, this is my first set back since quarantine. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm 25. Uh, I don't live with my mom, though, so, you know, checking the boxes, doing well, doing well. Uh, I grew my hair out in quarantine. You guys like my hair? All right. Go get <laughs> I've been only in my apartment. This was just going to be a really big compliment for me, but <laughs> guess it's not there yet. What do we think? Longer? Shorter? Longer. There we go. Okay, I appreciate that. It's nice to get a compliment, even if I have to kind of coax it out of people. Uh, I think women are generally better at giving compliments than men are. Like, women will bust it out when they meet each other. You see two women meet each other. They'll be like, oh, my God, I love your shoes. And then the other one will be like, oh, my God, I love your blouse. And she'll, like, touch the blouse. Men don't give compliments very easily. Like, I grew this hair out, and I haven't gotten a compliment from even my best friends. <laughs> Men just like, you know, because even though we're all, like, socially progress, woke, et cetera, et cetera, guys are very much still afraid of seeming gay. So, like, I've seen my best friends, and they don't make compliments. They just make statements. They're like, uh, hey, <laughs> hair's getting kind of long. And then it's on me to be like, yeah, isn't it fabulous? <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's, it looks good. It's good, man. It's good. Uh, I I gotta say I'm getting a little bit tired of this pandemic. Yeah, yeah, just me. Gotta say it seems wildly unfair that on top of everything else that's going on, I'm still horny. You know, <laughs> like you'd think my penis would learn to le read the room a little bit. Like <laughs> more important things to play, man. Get it together. I uh, suck. I um, bam. I was I was just chugging along so hot for a sec. <laughs> All my memories just gone. I was going to talk about some food stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, here's what it is. Oh, I kind of spoiled this joke, but just hang in there with me. I will say I'm pretty happy to see the pandemic has taken certain people down a notch a little bit. Um, of course, I'm talking about people whose whole personality is going to restaurants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. I'm sorry if there's any of you guys in the crowd tonight, but uh, you're annoying. And <laughs> the thought of you making a breakfast burrito on a Friday night makes me kind of happy. So... <laughs> I dated a restaurant person once. Don't recommend it. Uh, oh, she's hugging him like, you don't gonna leave me even though I'm a restaurant person. <laughs> we got a Yelp place now, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I dated a restaurant person. I found this out, it was like an early date. We went to this restaurant called Brooks and we were standing outside and before we went in, she was like, hey, wait a minute. Have you been here before? And I was like, no. And she was like, okay, wow. I can't wait for you to lose your Brooks virginity tonight. And I was like, yeah, me too, but I thought your name was Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Things didn't work out between us. Uh, <laughs> probably makes sense. I don't really care about food that much. Like, I'll eat whatever. Like, uh, Stephen was talking about it. The last seven meals I've eaten have just been ground turkey and frozen vegetables. And I <laughs> love it. Do that shit all day, man. Uh, I don't like following recipes either. It seems unnecessary. Don't tell me what to do. I can figure it out, right? Like, I was cooking from a recipe recently, and it called for a splash of vegetable oil, right? Uh, but I'm a big guy, so instead I used a cannonball of vegetable oil. 
Yeah, okay, yeah. Kind of a thinker, I'm big, you know, like splash cannonball. Okay, damn. Jackknife, there we go. Yeah, it'd be a weird amount of olive oil to put on. What would that even be like? Stir fry was still delicious though, so, you know, no complaints. Uh, I feel like generally I've been not super healthy. I'm not like a terribly healthy guy. Like I haven't exercised in a while. No one can tell. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're all so sweet. <laughs> no, I haven't exercised for a while. I'm honestly starting to think that exercise is a hoax. Just me. <laughs> Seems like bullshit. Cause like uh, the other day I went for a one mile run. And I have to say that it made my lungs hurt way more than smoking weed every day for the past two months has. <laughs> So I'm not doing that shit anymore, right? <laughs> Which? <laughs> I, I don't know what he's saying. All right. <laughs> I, uh, my, the like, health thing I choose to focus on is sleep. You know, like there's three pillars of health. You can either like, eat right, or you can exercise, or you can sleep well. And I like to go with the one where if you do it right, then you don't do anything. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've been working on with sleep is that I got a lot more pillows now. I'm a big pillow guy these days. Uh, which. You know, my life philosophy on pillows has changed a lot over the years. Like when I was 18, I was like, damn, I can't even imagine what kind of idiot loser would own more than one pillow. And then I hit 20, I was like, well, maybe it would be prudent to have two pillows in case of a guest. <laughs> and now at 25, I'm like, I want so many pillows that I don't even fit. <laughs> I just gotta curl up on the foot of my bed like a dog. <laughs> Just look right like this guy right here. <laughs> yeah. What's your dog's name? Porter. He's a. Oh yeah, because porters are kind of dark like the dog is. Oh wow, very clever. Well done. Give it up for Porter one time. This dog is just chill as hell. I could say hell, right? Oh, yeah, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> That's fine. Mm, talk about sleeping more. <laughs> <laughs> we all sleep, right? That's a, this is a relatable topic. Uh, I got a uh, I got a weighted blanket recently. Anybody have a weighted blanket? <laughs> wow, that's a lot of us. Okay, cool. Um, I think uh, weighted blankets are great as long as you're into never sleeping when you don't have one. Because like when you wear a weighted blanket, you're like, oh, this makes me feel so cozy and safe and warm. And then when you sleep without one, you're like, ah, the night is dark and full of terrors. <laughs> And I am but a pudgy little boy. <laughs> Gotta get back in that weight. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, you guys want to? Do you guys like impressions? Okay, I'm gonna do one impression, then I can get out. Okay. Um, here's an. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll just do it, and then I'll say what the impression is. Of. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <coughs> oh, this looks like a nifty little place to put this. That's an impression of me about to lose something forever. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Thank you so much, guys. Give it up for your host. Bummer, yay! What a first setback. That was great. That was awesome. Super impressed. You didn't do your Thomas the Tank Engine joke, though. I'm a little bummed. It's a clean joke. Yeah, next time. He looks like, it's his joke, but he looks like, he looks like Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> An adult version of it. Something like that. His joke is better. It's funnier when he tells it. That's so nice that you... <laughs> It's so nice that you still live with your mom and that she loves you. I, I had a dream the other night that Bjork was my therapist, and uh, I looked up at her, and I was like, why does my mom not love me? And she looked down, and she said, your uterus is made of clouds, and the polar bear only steps in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. 
And then I woke up and I was like, <laughs> cool. I just like to do my Bjork impression. I, and the thing is, I can, it's great. Thank you so much. There's a lot of people don't know who Bjork is. That's the funny thing. I'm like, you don't know who Bjork is? I'm just dating myself with every single moment. Your next comedian, I'm super excited to see him do a clean set because I've never seen that before. And this is going to be a super fun challenge because he is he is so, f I love him every time I see him. He's so great. Uh, he's actually on the 9 o'clock show at Milk Bar that we're on after this. So put your hands together right now for Rob Edwards. Yay! What's happening? What's happening? Yeah. My uh, attempt at a clean set. Let's see how this goes. It's a weird feeling. It's kind of, it's kind of like you have diarrhea, but you know you're in public, so you can't fart. So you hold it in for the sake of the people around you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to navigate this, and I don't know. We'll we'll see how this goes. If OnlyFans had came out during the Old Testament, would it be called only disciples? <laughs> you know, and instead of paying for the videos, you'd like sacrifice a goat or some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. That was, that was nice, right? Ref that was Matrix reflexes right there. You see that? That was crazy. California's on fire. I swear it's been on fire. I, b I lived here eight years, and I swear it's always on fire. It's been on fire since I moved here. You know what I mean? And, and it's crazy to me because I'm like, how much of California is left to burn? I don't, you know what I mean? Like, if it was a blunt, it should be a roach by now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Burning the fingertips a little bit. The smoke's all around us. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's crazy. I don't know, man. And all my, all my friends are, like, having kids now. Or they either have kids or they, you know, they're, they're doing the dad thing. They try to tell me, oh, Rob, it's great, it's great. And I'm like, mm, yeah, you have to say that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. You know, because it, it, it's, uh, one of my friends had a kid in such a way that I, it baffles me to this day how he, ha how he let this happen. Uh, listen to this love story, right? Boy meets girl. Girl really likes boy. Uh, boy exhibits drug-seeking behavior. Uh, girl sells drugs. Boy offers to buy drugs, girl says, you can buy these drugs, or you can have sex with me for these drugs. They had a baby from that. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, he, he they, they kept it, and, uh, you know, he's raising it with his other 14 kids, and he's really doing the dad thing. And <laughs> you know, he's, I don't know, he's a better man than I am. He is. You know what I mean, because I don't know if I could love the three-drug baby. I don't know... <laughs> If I'm capable of that, I don't know. You know, I'd be hanging out with the kid, and he'd look up at me, Dada, you know, and I'd just be staring off into the distance thinking to myself, I should have bought that cocaine. You know what I mean? I should have just bit the bullet. You know, I, I did that to save some money, and now I'm paying child support for the next 18 years. This has gone horribly wrong. You know what I mean? I don't know how he does it, man. Yeah. Transition. Uh. You know, you know what trips me out sometimes? Uh, why uh, some girls wear those really long nails, right? You know what I mean? 
I don't know what those are for. The, the talons. You know what I mean? I, like, I've never, I've never talked to a girl and been like, "Hey, baby, you know I love it when you go out and kill rodents and small animals with your bare hands." <laughs> I love it. Sexy to me. You know, goes out on the hunt. She has those long wing eyelashes to take flight. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> all right. Her and all her friends in the flock. And, uh, you know, you, if you listen closely during around noon, you can hear her hunting, you know. <coughs> you know, like, that's my baby. <laughs> yeah. At Thursdays, we have rabbits, too, you know. She does the hunting, I do the cooking. It's feminism, you know what I mean? Really supportive. Uh, you know, racist is in the, in the news. Well, it's always been the news, but white people just started paying attention. Uh. Uh, you know, uh, it's always been a thing, and white people got to be cra- be careful what they say nowadays. You got to be real careful. You don't want to get canceled. You know, I remember uh, it was Black History Month a couple of couple of years ago, and I was uh, working. <laughs> I was working in this. Uh, I'm a plumber. I was working in this like shelter for women and children. It was basically like crackheads and their crack babies. And anyway, uh, uh, you know, it was Black History Month, and they they were having like this Black History Month luncheon thing. You know. And uh, I was working with this maintenance guy who was help running running it, and he goes, uh, "Can I ask you a question?" And uh, don't get offended. I'm like, "Oh God, what's what the hell is he about to say to me?" And he goes, uh, "Would it be offensive if I brought watermelons to the Black History Month luncheon?" This is a white dude talking. Uh, I didn't know what to tell him. Uh, no, well, because here's the thing, and I thought that, like, you know, I understand it's a negative stereotype that, uh, you know been done to degrade black people. I understand that. But at the same time, I love watermelon. I do. I love watermelon. I have never eaten watermelon and not experienced joy. Joy in its purest form. Why would I want to deprive someone else of this this possibility? You know. You know what it is, you know what it is? I don't want to live in a world where a nice white man can't offer me watermelon out of fear of starting some kind of fruit based race war. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't you know what I mean? Like it's like even uh, even if you meant it in a bad way, I'm like this racism is delicious. You know what I'm saying? It's so <laughs> juicy and nutritious. I I just I don't know. I'm out of I'm almost out of clean material. All right, you got a minute. All right. Uh, am am I? I feel this is this is a struggle. Uh, I have anything else? Anything other? I don't know. I I can't say the N word. It's that's not. It's not. Is it? Is it bad if I say it? Is it a? Sl- <laughs> I don't know. Is it? What are the rules? You need to put them right here, <laughs> and so I know, because I have a joke, but it's it's just filled with carpet bond with the N word, and it just, it's really good though. <laughs> but I, I I feel like I filled the minute with that. So there we go. Yeah, we're going. Rob Edwards, keep it going for him. His first clean set ever in the history of ever. Yes! It's so hard because, you know, our language is, like, do you guys know why Californians can't have guns? Because they're always triggered. (laughs) They're just constantly triggered. Uh, Hey, I'm really excited. Your next comedian, he is also out of... Finally, I haven't seen him in months, and it was so great. I saw him last night at Fairyland. There's um, 
a sort of mic that happens at Lake Merritt on Fairyland in front of the Fairyland sign Tuesday through Sunday. But then sometimes it just, anyways, you have to follow the guy who runs the thing. But it's like a great show, and I got to see your next comedian there last night, and I was like, come to Mutiny! Come back! Put your hands together right now, everybody. Jacob McHenry! Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm having a pretty good time right now. Just, uh, I just had a birthday recently. Uh, yeah, I turned 33. Thank you very much. Yeah, I have, have an eight-year-old niece who made me a macaroni necklace as a present, which, uh, yeah, everyone thought that was adorable except for me. I kind of felt like it was a little lazy, if I'm being honest. Like, it's hard to be impressed with a macaroni necklace when you realize there are children the same age who can make a pair of Nikes from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we need to up our arts and crafts. Otherwise, we're going to be left behind, right? Let's put down glitter and colorants, pick up a little sewing and leather work, because no one needs a macaroni necklace. But I feel like I would love her so much more if I had, like, a fresh pair of Jordans on here tonight. During this whole shelter in place, I've had a lot of time to watch a lot of TV. Uh, I watched this one show, it was top 10 wild animal attacks caught on camera. I'm not sure if any of you guys have seen this, but uh, watching this, I learned some new stuff, man. I learned that wild animals don't seem to like white people at all. Because <laughs> all 10 videos were of a white dude being viciously mauled by an apex predator. Sharks, grizzly bears, lions. Warthogs, they're all getting a piece. Lions is when I started connecting the dots, though, because lions live in a place surrounded by black people. And somehow you cannot find one video online of a black person being attacked by a lion, which makes me think these animals are savagely racist. And I'm just the first person out here to realize that these are hate crimes going on. So I'm trying to bring some awareness to these issues. Sports is coming back. Some people are very excited. I have friends who are excited about sports coming back. I wish I can care about stuff like that. I just, I never have. I've never been a sports guy. It seems like it would be fun. Like, I remember there was this one story where this guy at a game, he was so much of a sports fan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a sports fan. He was so much of a sports fan that he choked a pregnant lady just because she was rooting for the opposite team, which is, I know, insane, but I'd be lying if I wasn't to say, like, I'm a little bit jealous of this guy because he has, like, he cares about something so much. Like, I, I don't know what that feeling is like, you know, to have something like that, you know, have a love like that. And that's kind of hard for me to say because I am married and I have a wife and I, I thought I loved her, but I don't love her as much as this guy loves his sports team because I would not be willing to murder one of you guys just because you thought she sucked, which is probably for the best because if I did feel that way, my mom and grandma would definitely be dead right now. I like it. You guys are good. My mom, I, I love my mom, though. She's a good person, but she's, just, she's way too honest. Like, she's hard to be around sometimes. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I asked my mom one time, I was like, would you sell me for a million dollars? Which, 
If you're a parent, this is a softball question. <laughs> Just say no, and guess what? You didn't mess up your kid for the rest of his life. Not my mom. My mom chose to negotiate with me like I somehow had like an actual deal on the table. She's like, oh, am I going to get paid up from front? Is there going to be different installments? Is there a tax write-off? Do I ever have to see you again? I was like, yeah, you got to see me at least three times a year. I'm not sure why I said that. It was just the first thing I could come up with without crying at the moment. <laughs> My mom, she's a real one. She saw that I was about to cry. She looked me dead in the eyes and she said, you know what? Don't ask questions you don't want to know the answers to, okay? <laughs> and just walked out of there. Which is messed up because still to this day, I wonder if she needed more or less days with me to take that deal. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, a, she's a bit harsh. <laughs> I, uh, I am married. Before, before the world ended, uh, my wife, we, uh, she took me skydiving for our anniversary. She surprised me, which uh, I'm not sure. Has anyone skydived here before? Yeah. And I, I bet you could probably agree skydiving is at least top five worst gifts you could ever surprise anyone with, okay? <laughs> Terrible, all right? It's up there with, like, herpes and a positive pregnancy test. Like, no one wants that sprung on them, you know? My wife, she started getting mad at me because she thought I was making a big deal. And, yeah, I'll admit I was making a big deal because I was about to fall out of an airplane, you know? I think it's appropriate, right, to make a big deal. Especially because I don't, I don't like the fact that you're just supposed to trust some stranger with your life all of a sudden, you know? And I didn't feel comfortable giving that type of responsibility to a guy who does this thing all the time. <laughs> this is not the guy you want in charge of whether you live or die. <laughs> this guy with the Mountain Dew kind of energy, you know? Like, imagine if you went to a hospital and they're like, listen, sir. We're going to have to do emergency surgery on you right now, and I can see that you're very nervous. But don't worry, bro. This is going to be sick. <laughs> I think it would be okay to make a big deal about things. <laughs> I, uh, I went to, uh, also before the world ended, I went to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Any of you guys been there before? Yeah. Educational place. Very educational. The thing I learned there is don't ask for a bottle of water because the workers will put you on blast real quick. I had this one lady tell me, we don't sell bottles of water here, sir. We have eco-friendly cartons you can purchase, but those plastic bottles are killing the fish in the ocean. I didn't want any trouble, so I bought the carton of water, which, you know what, I'm really glad I did. Because when I was done with it, I threw it right into the ocean. <laughs> and oh my god, I felt so good about that. Because I played a role in saving the ecosystem that day, okay guys? I'm a good guy. <laughs> I'm into comic books. There was a rumor kind of long ago that they were going to replace Superman with a different actor and they're they were considering a black actor to play Superman. And I got excited about this, but there was a lot of people who weren't excited about this. And those people were white people. And you know what? 
I get it. I really do. I, I get it because, listen, black people, we've taken over all sports. And now it seems like we're coming after their imaginations, too. <laughs> Bit aggressive. I get it. But here's the thing. If there's a black Superman, we, we could just chill out. It's not going to be that bad. The, the only thing I'm concerned about if there's a black Superman is who that next Superman after him is going to be. Because if we've learned anything recently, if you've had nothing but white dudes do a certain job and then you throw one black guy in the mix, whoo, that next white dude's going to be crazy, right? <laughs> Just flying around beating up Mexican and Muslim people because he thinks they're bad hombres. That's the Superman I'm concerned about. Thank you guys very much. You guys have been great. Jacob McHenry, everyone, a good hombre. Everybody clap it up for Jacob and Henry. Yay. Clean sets. I'm so impressed with everybody. I really am. Like, I never thought people could be funny without saying the F swear, but they can. <laughs> so impressed. Uh, your next comedian, another super funny guy. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together, everyone. It's Luke Moore. Yay. Thank you, thank you. Man, I'm, gl I'm glad y'all are here. I'm glad every single one of you. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, gl I'm glad y'all get to see this set of mine. It's an honor. I'm glad you get to, s like, right now it's interesting. You know, I'm, like, I'm in an interesting place. Like, I have to pee really bad. <laughs> I have heartburn, kind of. You know? I mean, I might be pacing a lot, but that's just because I have to pee. So don't worry. Don't worry about it. I might just do this. If it doesn't make anybody feel uncomfortable. <laughs> also, I need a belt. My pants are kind of sagging, which depending on you know who you are as a person, you might think that's cool. I think it's kind of cool. What about you, Pam? You like to sag your pants? I should ask somebody who was wearing pants. <laughs> she doesn't know about pants. What's your name? Brady. You like you like to sag your pants? You like to sag your balls? <laughs> you know, you got to because it, it's how it happens. Anyways, folks, folks, I have jokes for y'all. Really. My name is Luke Moore. Okay? I was a household name in the house that I grew up in. Cool? Okay, cool. I'm from Texas originally. That's why I'm wearing a stupid, ugly hat. It's also why I am stupid and ugly and unlikable. I'm from Texas, and I smell bad, <laughs> and I have to pee. <laughs> and if anybody has Tums, you want to be part of a funny little thing? It'd be funny if you gave me Tums right now. <laughs> It'd be funny, and you'd, Brady, you got some Tums? Because you were patting your Tums for a second. Just give me, somebody give me their tummy, and we'll just say that's Tums. 
Give me your tummy, and I'm going to make a fart noise on it. <laughs> it's not It's not a COVID. You know what? I Never mind. Never mind. I don't like my options. I don't like my options. <laughs> I only had two options, and neither one of them were women. So <laughs> sorry. I'm sexist. I know. Okay. Folks, I have jokes for y'all. I have jokes for y'all. Okay, this isn't all just I have to pee and I need, you know, I have heartburn. This is like, I got real jokes. Real ass jokes. What were they? I can't remember. 